0: Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. with are the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: It's good to be with you as we start another week of broadcasting. And we're going to be looking at God as our guide that is the theme for this week.
2: And we're going to be looking at scriptures that direct us in how to discover God's guidance for us.
1: Amen, amen. You know, as believers, journey, we no doubt have experienced a number, let's call it, mountaintop experiences. For example, uh, when God answers prayer, when we witness a miracle when there's a holy time of worship, when we hear the voice of God, or we receive a revelation. I mean, it's, it's, they're joyous occasions. On the other hand, we know life is bittersweet, and we go through many crises that comes up during the course of our lives. But for the most part, our days uh, fall into a routine. We go about loving the Lord, but nothing dramatic takes place on a daily basis. If we're conscientious, where you read the word, we pray, we go to services, but um, some of the days go by and there's nothing significant that happens. There's no sense of spirit calling unto spirit or deep calling unto deep, but we believe that the Lord has something deeper and more intimate for us on a daily basis And that is that he desires that we we seek his guidance daily and not make decisions the way non-believers make theirs. For example, we read in Psalm 48, verse 14, for this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even unto death. So we don't have to have a mountaintop experience or go through a crisis on a daily basis. We need to be in communion, communion with him as our guide. We read also in Psalm 73, verse 24, With thy counsel you will guide me, and afterward receive me to glory. Junior, I get a picture of us going on a safari. Now, it's never been... In uh, my desire to go on a safari. and It's been it's, in mine. Uh, Have you? Well, <laughs> here when we, we were
2: in South Africa, that's remember right I wanted to go. That's
1: right. But here we are in Phoenix, and it's not high on my list of priorities. But on a safari where we'll go see wild lions, tigers, you know, other animals around us, the first thing I would do if I was going on a safari is I'd be sure to stay close to our guide. He had wisdom. He knew the lay of the land. He had knowledge and understanding. And just in case he always had, he had a rifle with him. Now that's a very natural situation. You would ap- absolutely trust your guide. Let's look at this as a believer's journey today. We live in a world whose mentality opposes us. There's an enemy that would love to destroy us and we have our own flesh which is at enmity with the spirit so in such an atmosphere my our question is how close are we to god being our guide
2: and it's interesting shelley i think of something totally different i think of when you were a vice president of a stock brokerage firm when we had a beautiful home in the suburban area of Connecticut, when we had all of our relatives and friends and social life and money. And everything that I thought would fulfill my life, I felt a void. And I remember playing Mahjong, which is a a Chinese game that, especially Jewish women play all over the world. Um, I was playing mahjong at a country club. We were all dressed up with our jewels on and having a drink. And I remember sitting there looking at the women saying, what are we doing? Grown women married with children playing games there has to be something more to life than this. And they looked at me, Shelley, like I was crazy, and they said, like what? And I said, I don't know. But there has to be something more than li- to life than this. There was like a void, and I think that that void is what you're going to be teaching this week together with me about the guide. And it wasn't until I had the visitation as a Jew when I asked the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob if Jesus were his son, that my life was no longer with a void, that I was totally fulfilled. And every day, Shelley, because you were against Jesus, My parents and your parents, our brothers with their wives, everyone was against Jesus. All of our friends, and I was alone, and people thought I was crazy. But every day, through the Bible and through communion with God, he guided me Mm -hmm. And he helped me, and I was an overcomer for over a year until you got saved.
0: Hmm.
1: So somebody was guiding you. You might not have been aware of it, the deepness of the guidance, but God is our guide. And we don't usually think in terms of God as a guide. You know, we want to be led by the Spirit of God. But um, it's a key thing, and I think our lives could change when we realize he's guiding us, even though we might not even know it. I think,
2: Shelley, the more adverse a situation, like you were talking about the safari, the more aware of God being the guide is, because I was aware because of my own personal loneliness, or the, um, like you were talking about, the world being against believers. Uh, My family was against me because it looked like I left our Jewish faith. And in a very real way, Shelley, I honestly thought that Jesus was um, the God of the Gentiles. It wasn't until he revealed himself to me that I saw he was Jewish. I felt more Jewish, but the point being that his guidance was more apparent because everything opposed his life that I was related to my husband, my parents, my, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. So I think it's important for our listeners to know that God can be their guide in a situation that they can't see through or um, a situation that uh, they can't imagine being delivered from or helped in that God Can guide them, and they will know, Shelley, Mm -hmm. it is God, because they would know what they can't do, and God does.
1: Amen. And it's
2: wonderful. It really increases our faith.
1: So the question is How close are you to your guide? How often do you rely on your own understanding rather than putting your trust in your guide? And that guide is the Lord Himself. We read in Isaiah chapter 58, verse 11, the Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your desire in scorched places and give strength to your bones and you will be like a watered garden uh, and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. So we're talking about a new life, a new perspective. But the key journey is, that we must understand that we need to be absolutely dependent upon the Lord for anything and for everything.
2: And within the scripture that you just read, Shelley, that God will continually satisfy your desire. So there's something that we need to ask ourselves. What is our foremost desire? Desire. What if we were to ask every listener to think, and you and I to think, what is our greatest desire? And it's interesting because Yeshua, Jesus, his desire, his whole reason for coming to earth was to redeem us was to fulfill what was written about him and to always do those things that pleased his father. So that's an important question. Is a desire to get married, a desire to make a million dollars, a desire to build a business, a desire to be a good father, husband, mother, those things are important or not bad but what it is your desire and if our foremost desire is to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind and strength, our guide, the Lord will continually satisfy that desire. Amen.
1: Amen. So
2: it's not a natural thing, Shelley, it becomes being born again and living a newness of life with the life that the Lord gives us.
1: It's really, and we'll find out during the week, that it's the issue of uh, self-life or the life that's dependent upon God. And perhaps we could close this program by reading a scripture that we'll pick up uh, tomorrow. Jeremiah 10, verse 23. I know, O Lord... That a man's way is not in himself, nor is it in a man who walks to direct his steps. Lord. That says it all. So we're going to pick this up tomorrow. Father, we thank you, thank Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I pray the awareness and the recognition of you being our guide on a moment-to-moment basis is a necessity in all of our lives to bring and you glory.
2: a reality. Yes.
1: So we thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus.